Our next storyteller. Next storyteller. Your next storyteller. Our next storyteller. Hello and welcome to The Narrators. This podcast collects stories from our live events where people share true stories based on a theme. Hey there, it's Ron. To celebrate our victory last month on the 11th season of RuPaul's Drag Race, we're bringing you a story from Denver's drag darling, Evie Oddly. Evie shared this story with the narrators back in November 2017. It's part of a special show that we hosted for the Denver Film Festival. And this is Evie before Rue, just an artist on the brink of big fame and international attention, speaking frankly about their life and their art. The theme of the evening was making a scene. Enjoy. So um, I'm really honored to be asked to uh, share any stories because making a scene is something that I didn't ever feel I had a choice to do. I, uh, I was born a boy into a pink bedroom that was expecting a girl, and that's why I'm the way I am now. <laughs> My mom always had Barbies lying around, and I would, I would want to play with them, because like, why the fuck would you want a ball if you can have like a full-on human being that you get to like control? <laughs> To tie it into films, there have been like a million films about that, but it's true, it's legit. No, I, I noticed, or rather, I didn't notice, everybody else around me noticed that I was very adept at making a scene, even without trying. I remember um, not growing up, but hearing about stories of me growing up after I came out, after I became a drag queen, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I haven't seen you in forever. Yeah, I'm gay now. And they're like, oh, we all knew. <laughs> there was this one time you were dancing in the supermarket. That's, that's just basically how any story from my childhood started. <laughs> this one time I was dancing in the supermarket. But what I, uh, what I did learn throughout time is that making a scene is it's a mixed, a mixed bag. It'll, it'll come positively sometimes and it will come negatively. You learn as a little kid you're not supposed to make a scene. You learn you're not supposed to cry because that's annoying and nobody wants to hear it, which it is. <laughs> and I don't. But you still should. You learn, uh, you learn to stay by your parents at the grocery store. You learn to dress nice for church or when you're going out in public. You learn to cover the bruises from being a kid. Like, being a kid, nothing bad. You just learn, you fucking know. <laughs> but we're taught, we're taught to be complacent. We're taught to be calm, polite, nice. And that's actually something I hear quite a bit about Denver in general from uh, passers through, they're like, yeah, everyone must be high because you guys were all just so chill. <laughs> and that's really nice if you don't have any struggles you're trying to work past. But what I learned is that in the adult world, you don't get anywhere by uh, shutting the fuck up. You don't get anywhere by staying next to mom and you, uh, you definitely don't get anywhere by keeping from crying. And I found all of this through the power of drag, 
because drag forces you out of your comfort zone. It forces you to be the center of attention and it forces you to reconcile with the fact that you are important and you're worth listening to, even though usually you're lip syncing to somebody else's songs. So <laughs> it's a metaphor. <laughs> but before drag, I just remember always being really worried about how I was going to offend someone, like when I was in the closet, was I going to act too gay? When I was out of the closet, was I gonna act too gay? <laughs> and in the end, I picked up enough from drag, enough of that, that ability to fake it, to just paint a face on and just be a character to get me through any everyday experience. Mind you, I'm not, I'm not talking like I've bested it. There's still like a long list of cute guys I plan on dicking down after I, after I ask them out or at least say hi. <laughs> but it, did, it, it has given me the courage and the confidence to be in control of how I want to be seen in any given situation. I don't dress like this regularly because it's cold out, so usually I have a lot less on. But uh, uh, I, I, I noticed once in high school that the way you dress is like the first visual cue for how people are going to treat you. And I only noticed this because all of my clothes were dirty, so I, um, I wore my sister's clothes to school that day, and they, lo they looked fine. There was like a t-shirt and pants if a t-shirt and pants were like supposed to like grip deep inside your anus and like just like lift your non-existent teenage pecs up and push them out. But what I had noticed <laughs> is that all of the guys had stopped talking to me that, that week. They, they had backed off. They'd been more casual or like more fleeting in our conversations. And all of the girls wanted to suddenly like speak with me, wanted to hang out, wanted to know what was on my mind because I was presenting as something different than the usual aggressive, I'm assuming, assuming like annoying ass 15 or 16 year old that I was. And in that one week of just putting on my sister's clothes and presenting myself as somebody a little bit different, I realized that if I spend enough money on clothing, I can lie to everyone for the rest of my life. <laughs> and by simply getting dressed every day, I choose to make a scene and choose to control the way people see me. Keep it going for Evie Oddly. Narrators was created by Andrew Orvidal and is produced by me, Ron Doyle, Sydney Crane, and Aaron Rollman, with help from Karen Wachtel, Scott Carney, Jesse Witten, and Robert Rutherford. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Bumport Theatre Company, Illegal Pete's, From the Hip Photo, and Great Divide Brewing Company. Our theme music is by Whalehawk. We'd also like to thank Nathan Hall, who provided the outro music you're listening to right now. As always, huge shout out to fans just like you who attend our live monthly shows, which take place every third Wednesday of the month at Bumport Theater in Denver, Colorado. 
For more information about our storytellers or the narrators, visit thenarrators.org and find, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.